Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Roots, and Tim Sway. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 112 for December 27th, 2017. This week's top Patreon supporters are Make, Build, Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. I was was trying to do a a mute thing. (laughs) Just keep going. Okay. Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Keith Decent, Ryan Ridgely, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, Marcin Szczepinski, LiquidRC.com, Mike Jeffcoat of Leatherneck Garage, Jim Bashirs, and uh, I gotta correct something that I did uh, that I didn't do last week, which was mention our newest ten dollar patron, and I'm definitely gonna butcher this, but I think it's Jacek Nakonichny. Hey, all right. That was so, good. Yeah. Nice, hey, nice little so am I the there. only one that noticed that we are at episode 112 and it's the 12th month of the year? Huh? How about that? What are the odds of that happening? One in 112. No, they're probably no. better than that. I think it's probably like two to one. <laughs> my guess. Well, I don't think Wait any of us are mathematicians, if, but... Uh... If we're, if, th- let's think about this. If it's a 112th episode and it happens to fall on the 12th month, it's 1 in 112, the odds. Well, the odds of the 112th episode happening are 1 in 112. It doesn't even matter what month. <laughs> no, have- that's thir- – the, there's – no. Am I, am I feeling smart for no reason? Yes, yeah. because that's not the way math works. <laughs> the permutations and co- – don't forget, we have four episodes every month, sometimes five. I'm just saying, I bet somebody's going to write in and show us how I'm right. Still waiting. Yes. And Casey <laughs> will have had to have paid them off to do that because... She is not. taking accounting class and she's within earshot, but I'm not going there. Casey, hey, um, go ahead, slap him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real quick, uh, there was some sad news in the maker community. Um, oh, yeah. Bo Ranson, a fellow maker and a super supportive guy, uh, passed away. And so, just want to... Give a shout out to his family and and give our condolences. And Absolutely. John DeResta, Jimmy's brother, is in the hospital and he's doing okay. Um, he had something going on, but he spent Christmas there. So, John, we're wishing you well and uh, Ransom family. We're we're sending our love and hugs. So we'll get that out of the way. That was that was a sad one for me when when I heard yeah. that Bo yeah. passed away. An we, early uh, supporter of our podcast too. Yeah, well, and yeah. and really just was super amazing. Like. I think we'd recorded maybe four or five episodes, and he reached out to me, and he's like, "Hey guys, if you would like to do like a a maker at Ransom Hollows, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he wanted to, he wanted to host us and and like a whole bunch of makers at his at his I guess beautiful. It's like a like a, he rents it out it's, for the fa- it's a family business. They have a, yeah. a big property. Yeah. It's like a the one way I can describe it, kind of like a dude ranch type thing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So he's like, and he wasn't gonna. It was gonna. You know, out of the goodness of his heart. So I, I thought that was really uh, fantastic. Yeah. Bo was on a lot of the, um, uh, a lot of the, uh, like the Maritime Maker show and Dave Gatton show and mm-hmm. things like that. Some of the weekend uh, shows, he was a panelist on there quite often. And, and again, just a super supportive guy. Yeah. And um, yeah. so he will be missed without a doubt. 
So say we all. So, so say we all. all. Yeah. Okay. And on that note, uh, what has everyone been working on uh, apart from gaining weight during Christmas? <laughs> well, I'll go. Um, uh, I, I put I put out a video. Uh, I made a gift like picture frame commemorating the uh, the moth picture that Dave Picciuto sent me. He did a video a couple of years ago where he made uh, he pulped up some newspapers and made his own paper, like rustic looking paper, out of it. And showed the process of doing that. And then he printed up, uh, he made two of them. He printed up a moth and something else. But he sent me the moth as a surprise. And I got it in the mail. I'm like, I'm going to make a frame for this, Dave. You're so cool. Thank you. Two years later, I made a frame. So I used some uh, metal bed rails on the outside and some pallet wood for the inside part of it. And did some uh, routing uh, uh, on the table. It came out really super cool. Casey actually... Because uh, I thought, well, maybe I'll use it for a giveaway or something. Casey's like, no, it's going in my office. And actually, I need three more like it that for my T.J. <laughs> Harvey picture and for this and for that. And I'm like, oh, man. Oh, I thought you were going to say that you had to get – Dave had to start printing more moths. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, That's but – That's the problem uh, with being good, man. That's the problem. It's it's the problem with being a good husband. I don't know that that's being good because that's Oh, I meant good at your craft. Oh, thank you. Yes. I'm uh, also not filming, but I'm working on my own bass three-string uh, bass hybrid guitar type thing, uh, experimenting with that. It's not being filmed. But I think my next video is going to be a table saw sled because hey. I – Yeah, I made my uh, bench to where it's low enough now that it can accept a sled to go under, you know, from the slots because my right. other bench was a little too high. But anyway, so I think that would be fun. So for my first project of the new year before I go on vacation – Will be that. So that's what I'm doing. Hmm. Is it going to be a simple one or a schmancy one? I the only thing I can think of that's going to be schmancy because normally I just like I will throw together anything to make a sled, yeah. and then I tear it apart and throw it away or repurpose it for something else every time. So I was trying to think of what hasn't been done, and I haven't seen. Maybe it has. I haven't seen a sled that the uh, the the front and back supports are hinged, so they fold down. It stores a little bit flatter on the wall. And I can actually fit it underneath my... So somebody had the idea. I made that welding top, right? And somebody... Uh, um, oh, my, our buddy... Um, anyway, they, they said because of the way I had the L brackets on there, I could hang it under my bench like a, a wine glass holder, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just happens that my bench vice is in the way. So that wouldn't work. But I think I can make a table saw sled with the same idea where I can store it underneath my bench like a wine glass holder type idea bracket so i want to make the like i said the front and back supports somehow be able to collapse down wouldn't that it make wouldn't sense? the slop in the hinge make it out of square mm, well, that that's my what that's what i got to work out is how can i actually when it flips up you actually like um wedge it to actually what if, what tighten if um, it. dowels dowel holes Something. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was thinking that. So if it was actually like a like a magnetic and dowel thing where you can pull it off and on like that, and but if you put a dado into the board itself, so you're that's you're, my thought was uh, so it a has lock, to be a key yeah. and a lock. So when you flip right. it up, so it has you, to go on to the, a dado on both ends. You put in a couple uh, like square keys that lock mm. it into place. Yeah. So I just something something like that, maybe different. I've made that's a thousand table saw sleds over the years, and none of them mm. have ever been permanent, like that I would reuse. You know, right. it's like I need sled. Ba-da-dum. You know, use it. I use mine all the time. But I the thing mine. that I would 
do for mine is I would add that T-track on the top and have one of those flip-down stops with the measuring tape. When I, when yeah. I, when I make mine, I, I take the time uh, with a ruler and I just draw in pencil every quarter yeah, inch. Yeah, I've done that, it. but it wears out. Yeah, it does wear every year. If you use it often yeah. enough, having that T-track with the, the flip-down nice, stop yeah. would be nice. But I'm I in just my have shop. a clamp and a block of scrap wood and I just measure it's it because I don't trust... Like I don't trust my table saw fence measurements, anyways. I always use the tape measure. I do. Um, mine have been dead. Mine. mine have yeah. been. Oh, they're dead always on. right. They're always right. But yeah. it's just my habit. I always use my tape measure. I oh, always use the you same have trust issues. Right. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> I always use the same in- instrument of measurement for an entire project. Like you know what I mean. Like so, I'm always using the same measure. Well, you know the fence. Still, the fence on your table saws. The fence on your table saw particularly is off. One of the by best. Well, no, it's off by at least, uh, I don't know, three-tenths of a thousandth because it's got Duresta spray-painted on the end of it. Oh, yeah, you have to, you have to take that into yeah. account. So you have, to, you have to adjust for that extra width. I was waiting for like a real actual no, reason I knew, why I knew it would be off. It. And I, like, <laughs> I knew where oh, it was going. okay. And it's got all my thin magic layer spray paint, yeah. It's got all my Sharpie written over it, all my mean YouTube messages that I write around his name to tell people to shut up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He gave Which it is to me why first. I brought that up because I saw yeah. that. That on the yeah. last video with the second to the last video, it was good. Quit writing me hate mail. <laughs> no way, boost videos. Uh, okay, Tim, what are you working on? I'm just working. Uh, I'm, it's like I'm working on a project that's just like kind of work. It's a it's a large coffee table, um, and it's, I started with some rough sawn uh, ash. You know, like I mentioned that a few weeks ago, and uh, I've, I've been doing so, so. I got that in, and then I started to prep it up and it was still a little wet so i had to like i had it stick stickered all on my bench and uh, you know i had it rough to size i had to let it dry out for a week and and so then i was doing some other stuff and then i got back to that and i started putting it together and, and then i then there's this whole steel frame and so the there's like it's like there's a table and then there's three trays that go on top of it that's all wood and then there's a st- it's just like a lot of work and hmm. um and so that's that's what i've been doing and i'm just in like feeling like I mean, it's like um, it's cool, and it's gonna look awesome when it's done. But it's just like a lot of, like, kind of like, not what I want to be doing stuff sometimes, <laughs> you know. But, but you're, you're basically you're you're paying the price for your own artistic creativity. No, I'm not. I'm paying the price for staying unemployed <laughs> because it's it's a good paying job, and it's it was a, it's a Pinterest picture. You know what I mean? It's right, like, hey, can you, make, mean, but- can you make this in these sizes for me? Like, you know, yes or no. And, and so, yeah, yeah. you know, sometimes you just got to make stuff. And I'm not filming it because I don't want to. And, uh, you know, and then I got another job coming up. And, uh, like, I'll probably get the check in the mail tomorrow to get started. It's a rush job. It's for a, um, a reception receptionist desk. It's another one. I'm like, I'm not going to film. It's, it's work, you know, which is fine. I mean, that's, you know. Why would but, you uh, film that one? I don't think you've ever done a receptionist desk. I haven't. He's done uh, a couple I'm, desks, so. Well, no, but this is going to be like a, like a cabinet almost, you know. But yeah. it's um, it's it's a, it's, a, it's I might it's it's going to be made out of plywood, um, yeah. and then facaded with Ooh, uh, reclaimed wood. Write that down. Yeah. So, yeah. Why wouldn't you film that? Uh, just because it's going to be basically plywood, and you know what I'm doing too, because this is a there's some cost issues for her mm-hmm. and time issues. So I'm actually going to go. You ready? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to go to just a store that starts with an I and rhymes with Kia. <laughs> And buy one of their pre-made countertops and, and cut them to make the top for it. Um, which I and Kia? Huh? What is that? Y- you can't you can't think it's of Canadian. it. <laughs> it's Canadian. 
<laughs> oh, Canadian Tire, eh? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Princess Auto. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so that's why I don't want to film it. Cause, like, I mean, I could actually be like me and you know bring the camera to Ikea when I'm buying the... The, the stupid countertop, but... Um, is there anything from either one of these builds that you could uh, d- try a different technique, I mean, to make it interesting <clears throat> for yourself? Or oh, is it well, just the, something... Is it kind of repetitive, something you, you can do it, you're going to whop it out, and this, just be done? All of it has has elements to it that are interesting, like, uh, you know, just the... Just the, the starting with roughs on for the for this table has been fun because I don't get to do that too often. Usually, I'm, it's, usually for me, it's more about pulling nails and making a straight, not like taking a log and taking the bark off of it and making a straight. You know, so that's fun. And um, and then the the uh, you know, I mean, I don't think I've ever made a receptionist desk. I don't, I can't remember one. I'm gonna do yeah. a cool thing. Um, she has a lot of all the other furniture that's gonna be in there, and this is a repeat customer. Um, she, it's in a yoga studio in Brooklyn. And so all the other furniture that's in there has brass accents on it. So I'm cool. going to do um, – and she's got the sort of – the the idea is to sort of match the top to the floors. And then the 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 case itself will be like probably stained pallet wood. So it will be darker. And, uh, and I'm going to put brass strips in between some of the pallet wood. And i got like cool. a kind of basic pattern idea. So maybe I'll film it. But I don't know. We'll see. You know, it's just going to add more time to it. It's just going to slow it down. And it's kind of a rush. Hmm. But I gotta get well, that's too bad because I think it'd be interesting, and I don't think you've ever done anything like it, so it'd be cool to see. Yeah, maybe I will. I just, I just hate it because it's, it's not. It's going to be like fifty percent new stuff because it's off message. That's why. Yeah, exactly. But you got to take the good with the bad, and there you have. You know, it's the, the facts, facts of life. life. The yeah. facts of life. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to stump me on that uh, one. Uh, oh boy, we are uh, <clears throat> less than fifteen minutes in, and you two are trying to. All we'll right, Tootie, what are you working other. on, Tootie? Anyways, here we go, Tootie. Okay, Joanne. So, um... <laughs> Mrs. B, keep quiet over there. <laughs> I thought her name was Mrs. Garrett. It is Mrs. Garrett, oh. but there were two of them. Yeah, there was Mrs. Midway B Midway through Garrett. the show, there was a new Mrs. Whatever. Yeah, Mrs. I think it was B? Mrs. B, wasn't it? No, it was Mrs. Garrett. Mrs. Garrett. Was the, was the well, first Phil one. Well, Phil is kind of yeah. our Mrs. Garrett. I mean, he's... You know, keeps nope. us in line. and Hell no, I'm Joanne. You're absolutely Joanne. You are. No. You're the pretty one. That's, that's right. Who's very uptight and pedantic. That one's me. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Pretty I'm pedantic. Yeah. Pretty yeah. pedantic. Pretty uptight. Not really uptight, but pedantic, yes. Well, tight. We'll just say that. No, let's not say that. <laughs> no, like in, a, like in a, you know, that's tight, yo. Nope. No, like, Please together. never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not working on very much, to be honest with you, as as we are uh, we're recording this on uh, well the day we're going to release it. So this actually is Wednesday the 27th, and uh, you know it's been over Christmas time, and, and not not necessarily specifically celebrate Christmas, but I have had the time off and spent time with my kids and my wife, and it's just been like a good. Stay in family time. It's been freezing cold here, so it's just been. Uh, hey, you know what? If they can pick up our trash late, we can do a few days late on the potty on the podcast. Potty on podcast. Potty podcast. Take, yeah. take take your time on the potty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't. Anyway, you don't want to. You don't want to push. So, um, what I like to do. <laughs> Prime. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes you're just too quick, and I, and I have these things that go through my mind, and by the time they come out, it's too late. Right. Um, I was thinking, of, I said, I'm still on Mrs. Garrett, but go ahead. Yeah. 
So, uh, but I have been doing some, uh, just getting stuff ready for Etsy orders. I did a couple of glue ups. Uh, I've got one of these rolling trays that I have to do. So I, uh, I glued up this bed slat. So it's like a long bed slat. And then I cut it into four sections of 14 inches and then I joint the edges and then I glue them up. But I honestly have no idea what this wood is. Like it looks like teak, but that would be really weird for a bed slat, but it's definitely a hardwood. Once it's playing down, I'm going to send you guys a picture. I would love for you to tell me what you think this is, because it's how yeah super... how dense is it? is it really heavy? Yeah, yeah, it could be uh, it could be Brazilian teak, which is a little little less expensive, um, a lot less expensive, and uh, and very similar. Huh? And used for bed slots? No, no way. Eh? Okay, usually it's just like poplar is like what they use for that, right? Or pine, even. maple, yeah. maple, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'll send you a pic of what this looks do. like. It's odd. Yeah. Um, okay, and that's that's really like I sh- I know I should be doing stuff, but I don't know. It's it's that time of year. Sometimes I just don't feel like doing anything. It is, that, just... it is that time of year. I mean, so I said if if it's okay for I'm I'm a little miffed. I put my trash out this morning. I came home from work and it's still sitting there. And I just I'm a creature of habit, and I was ready to pull my cans up from the curb, and they're still sitting there. I can't. So if they can do that to me, I think you cannot feel bad about not having a whole lot on your table. Okay. Well, then there we are. Um, so let's get – and actually, I guess that, that's a pretty decent segue into the topic, which – did you do that on purpose? Did you do that on purpose? I always do everything on purpose. I don't, You know what? You ask me when it's good, but you blame me when it's bad. Yeah, because I'm not sure either way that you're doing it on purpose. But anyway, yeah. so it's a crap what we're talking about really. is – it's the, yeah, quite literally. So, where did that term come from? What? The crap shoot. Because, what do you mean? I mean, it's like a, you know, craps. the poop shoot. The game of, no, craps. it's the, the game, game of craps. craps. It's, a, it's a gambling dice. game. So, it's a, you know, Throw if you're going to get a good result or not, is a roll of the dice. That's yeah. what a crap shoot means. But isn't that just flushing away your money? No, actually, it's one of the best odds. For gambling? Yeah, was it like 50, 55% or something like that? I don't know. No, it's, none of them get up higher than 51%. I think that's Blackjack. But Blackjack's up 51. There. 51% yeah. chance of winning. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but I really thought that none of them got I really any thought it was Mrs. B, so I'm obviously not qualified. To- <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the bare minimum. And what we mean by that, and by we, I mean Bill, is that. What are the things that we do in our shop that we could be doing better? Like, we're just doing the bare minimum of now. Like, if there's a can, are you recycling? Instead of recycling, maybe you could cut it up and use it as shims instead, as shim stock. You know, because then it doesn't have to make its way over to the recycling plant and get cleaned and fired and smelted back into aluminum made into something else. Instead, it's just being used as is. So that's obviously better for the environment. So, well, and, and the idea is not to just come up with stuff for everybody else to feel bad about, but for us to admit <laughs> what we're doing. For us to feel bad we, about. Yeah, yeah, that we could actually be doing better. So. No, it's all for us to feel bad, not you, the listener. And we, and we, I mean, obviously there's things that we could be doing better in our shops all the time, but we want to try and stay as on target with reclaiming and upcycling and being – yeah, and I think the perspective of what, you know, Tim, you should be the best of us, obviously. Phil, uh, then you, and then me. Um, Why do you get a pass on this? I don't get a pass, but I'm, I'm you know, old dog, new tricks. So uh-huh. I, I, I'm still learning. Like I said, if it wasn't for Casey, my idea of recycling was when the brown can got full, you start putting stuff in the blue can. 
Well, apparently you just make sleds and then throw them away. So I mean, yeah, I don't know, throw there's... them away. I repurpose them. Okay, well there you go. So that's... right into the brown bin. You know, I'm gonna <laughs> until it's full. I'm gonna make an announcement right now. <laughs> I'm gonna make an announcement right now. I haven't we we haven't discussed this prior, but it's okay because the order is in mm-hmm. for for. Should we save this to... for New Year's for our no. next episode? No, it's, no. For the, for the, for a New Year's surprise. Episode. No, I'm doing it right now. The gift that keeps on giving. That's you, man. You are the gift that keeps on giving. It's you're not the, the first you're time the, I've heard that. You're the golden goose, baby. Uh, no. So what we're doing is we're doing reclaimed audio T-shirts. So wait, uh, wait. Yeah, it's exciting. So we're getting in 75 T-shirts. They'll be coming in mid-January, so they'll be coming in in two weeks. They're going to be delivered straight to Mister Tim Sway's house. Mm. So each one of you who orders one of these T-shirts will be getting something that Tim Sway has touched. Not only well, that. Explain that. Because but wait, that doesn't make any more. sense. Yeah, exactly. Infomercial. So um, each one of us has a phrase or a thing that we say often that we sort of identify with. And the reason that this even came up is because uh, Bill has told that brown bin, blue bin shtick so many times it's become a catchphrase. Uh, so that's what reminded me of that. So what we're going to do is when you place your order... Uh, Tim is actually gonna, with a stencil, spray on the catchphrase of your choose. You could choose plain if you want. Otherwise, you could choose one of our catchphrases, and uh, and that'll get spray painted onto your shirt. So the the idea being that we're gonna have a catchphrase, and we haven't. We think we know what we're gonna put on for each of us, but we haven't fully decided yet. We're gonna have a catchphrase for each of us: one for Bill, one for Phil, one for I. And then, or me, however you say that. Casey remembered one for you, Tim, that from a while back, and it was really good. I'll have to ask her again. Okay, um, and then uh, and so the, it'll be like a, a little sort of friendly kind of rivalry between the three of us, like who sells the most T-shirts. So whose catchphrase and then, gets? And picked. then there is a fourth option: is none of the above, which there should be in every election, <laughs> and that's the one where you just get a plain T-shirt that doesn't have one of our catchphrases. So that could be a winner too. You but could be does have a logo, all of us. What's that? It does have yeah, a logo, so though. Well, it says, you know, regardless, it's a blank you're going to get. So you can buy a black yeah. t shirt. Yeah. <clears throat> but the idea is you're going to get a reclaimed audio s- s- logo on a shirt. And if you mm-hmm. also choose, you can say, I want Bill's catch. I want Bill's catchphrase on mine. No, you're not winning this. <laughs> well, I, I, for example, I might choose Utilize Bearded Dragon because that's, yeah. that, that was kind of big for a while. That was, yeah. that was in there. That was, People that still was say. People yeah. say utilize now and also in quotes bearded, bearded dragon, dragon when they type off all over the place. So utilize bearded dragon. How many times did I say it three times? Because I heard marketing is supposed to say something three times for people to remember it. No, I think then the, the bearded dragon appears. You're fired, you're fired, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found Phil's new hashtag. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> Hey, just like another famous guy, you're fired. Yeah. Yeah, just like him. You're fired. <laughs> so anyway, okay. so that's the idea. Yeah, so yeah, that'll be fun. It'll uh because we wanted to do something different. We don't we didn't want to just like have some, you know, like uh cafe press t shirt. You know, we wanted to make it personal and, and whatnot. So this is what we came up with is that we'll take a perfectly good t shirt and let it go into my shop where I can ruin it with some spray paint or whatever. I'll probably use yeah. proper t shirt ink, but I'll make a stencil. Well, let's, let's give a, a shout out to Andy Berkey because he did a while back um, uh, a campaign for something, but he stenciled and he did the blot technique with a, a good ink and he made mm-hmm. his 
maker t-shirts with uh, Blaine Berkey on the back, and it's that style that Tim will be using. So he'll, yeah, he's well, actually like, going to – Like the way I made my last t-shirt too right. with my, my pickup truck on it. It's just uh, make a stencil and you blot the ink into it, and it works pretty well. And uh, Andy's, Andy's shirt, I, I have one of those, and Vance and I defaced it. <laughs> yeah. we, we took we, the face off. Yeah, we put we put the Vance Maker. You mean over you Andy's. you defaced it? You, we second refaced it. I don't know. Refaced, upfaced it. Yeah. Up-faced um. It. Look, okay, but so I guess so if you're that, defacing something, defiled it. You defiled it. That sounds better because um, they had sharp edges. So when are the, when are the we'll have a the t-shirts in soon, and information will be on the reclaimed audio. Podcast website, which is reclaimedaudiopodcast.com Once it is there, and was we'll let you know there about something it. else we're going to have up on there for uh, purchasing power? We will have a help one? wanted section. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Apply within. Uh, we might have stickers. We'll have to yeah, take a look at that. A, di- a little different design, a little bit different. Oh, yeah. And while we're doing this thing where we're self promoting, um, I actually did the wire transfer to the manufacturer of the. Uh, of the Japanese tools today. Yes. So, yeah. So they better be shipping soon. That was the thing that was holding up. It was just the negotiations with them. And finally I settled it and they issued me the invoice and the wire instructions. So I went to the bank today and I did the wire transfer. So that's it. It's a done so deal. So it's like we're going to get like Hanukkah presents for the new year. I think it more like St. Patrick's Day presents is my yeah, you might. This might be Valentine's. No, it'll yeah. be, it should be earlier than that. It should be in the month of January. So That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty excited to just be able to fulfill this order. It's a lot of pressure. Like, Tim, you know this. Like, you take people's money, you know, and, like, it means a lot to me. So I want to make sure that everybody – like, worst case, I was going to give everyone refunds. But, like, I'd much rather just give them the tools that they wanted and just sort of come through for everybody. Well, it was with the – you know, with the the last batch of the squares that I sold, I I made a metric version for the European market. And I wasn't sure how much interest there would be. And there ended up being more than 200 people. Wow. Um, Outside of, the, I mean, probably twenty five different countries that bought these, and I had to ship. And it's, I still, I mean, I have people like, hey, you know, the tracking would get messed up, and the tracking stops at the edge of America, so then there's no yeah. more tracking. So I don't know if everybody's even gotten them yet or not. And I had just a guy just yesterday who was writing back and forth to me because every once in a while too, there'd be like a the postcode for another country would get read by the U.S. scanner, and so it would start sending them to like Missouri or something because it would think it was a zip code oh for God. Missouri, and then yeah. they'd get there, and then they'd have to go back to Miami or back to New York. When someone with when a human saw them and saw that they couldn't deliver to Stockholm, you know, right. like and so there were people that were you know messaging me like, oh my god, my my square is taking a world tour and and it, and there's just like nothing I could do about it. It's just a wait right. and see whether I'm going to have to refund them or just hope it gets there. You're like you're like seriously the most humble because I know it's sincerity, but I w- I would like to say that you're the most humble braggart I've ever met. Tim, yeah, definitely, yeah. What, what, I, I, um, I just said that okay. to sort of deflect attention from me, but why do you say that? Um, because <laughs> Tim has a way of talking about amazing things that he does, and he's just really explaining something. But if it came out of my face or yours, I think it would sound like we were bragging. But he's actually sincere and humble. I was actually complaining. But, but if you now, see, bragging, you know what's, you know what I just learned? I'd rather this brag is great. Than complain, right? So we'll talk about K <laughs> K Dog Alicious, my therapist. In one of the sessions, I learned. Where, you know, it's like Casey says, you know, make sure, honey, that you don't criticize me. And I says, well, Karen, what do you think? Am I criticizing? She says, no, Casey, he's not criticizing you. He's just complaining. So there's a difference. And I didn't know that. 
So there, there's a difference. Criticizing would be like, Phil, you need to do something about those headphones. They don't go well with your complexion. Where complaining would be, I don't like the way those headphones look on your face. That seems like a distinction without a difference, but that's fine. Yeah, it's a distinct difference. Exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, topic. Let's do one, yeah. Let's yeah. do that. <laughs> Let's do that. Yep. So, um, well, I, I like, I guess the example that I gave, I really just pulled that one out of nowhere, but um, I probably should get a couple of cans and cut them up and use them as shim stock instead of just putting them into the uh, into the recycling bin. I don't have any, and I do use shims for things like dado stack and, um, you know, if ever I'm trying to offset something, even on the table saw sled, like you said, like you just want to move something over, I don't know. Couple of width thou. of a spray painted Duresta name, exactly. Mm. So that's a good example of one. Uh, Bill, you say one while I think of another one. Uh, okay, here's one that um, I do all the time. And and again, I want to point out that we're if we can spark one idea for somebody in their shop to say, you know what, I could do better with this. That's that's really what we're trying to do. We're not necessarily saying we're going to. Cha- I'm, I'm giving myself a break here. We're not necessarily going to make these changes, but we want to. But one thing I use all the time, <laughs> and I don't know that I'll change because it's hard. I'm a hard guy to make changes. I use yeah. painter's tape for everything. I don't care what it is. I will pull a bunch of painter's tape out, and I use it to mark on. I use it to to strap stuff together when I glue it real quick. I go through painter's tape because there's a lot of it on one roll, and they're fairly inexpensive. You, you know what I mean? And it's probably super wasteful, and I bet there's a lot. I can take I, a little I actually more. want to talk it's, about that because I'm I, sure you do. No, I, I'm 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 going to give you a pass on the painters tape, and I've been using more painters tape lately. Oh, so if Tim Sway does it, it's okay. And here's yeah, that's why. That's the way it goes. And here's yeah. why because you know, like uh, you do the thing where you put the painters tape on the Duresta trick, where you're mixing epoxy on painters tape on your bench, right? right. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, oh, well, that's kind of wasteful painters tape because I always just pull a piece of cardboard or paper out of my recycling bin, but now. Technically, you really can't recycle that paper once you have all that epoxy hardened on it. So now that paper becomes trash, right? And and the piece of paper or cardboard that I'm using to mix the Bondo on is more material than those two pieces of tape. So if you're going to throw something away, which is better to throw away, those two pieces of tape or that piece of cardboard that you just ripped out of it because when you do it could you, you just grab a boxes in your recycling bin and you just rip it and so it's like 12 inches long by four and a half inches wide with an angle and you just end up throwing it all away right but the painter's tape is much more precise and it's much thinner it's much less material that's true that's a good point but i use it for everything i mean just take the money and run I'm, I'm going to take the money and run. So that's one that i again not necessarily going to do and now i've learned i'm a less wasteful person than i thought thank you tim you're welcome what about you? I mean, the master, the guy, the guy that walks the walk and talks the talk, and I say that with uh, admiration, seriously. What is something that you do that, that maybe you could improve upon? Um, I, there, my, my biggest one is um, I, I just hate myself every time I use spray paint. Um, oh, yeah. And it's just so easy, and it's so nice, and it works so well. <laughs> and it's so hard to I mean I, I have an air compressor and I have a sprayer I could mix you know I could mix 
latex paints and I can mix, you know, low VOC paints and spray and stuff and clean. And then it's, you know, but then there's, oh, so I'm, I justify like all the water it would take to clean the container, right? <laughs> you know, try to justify it. But then it's like every time you use that spray can and your shop stinks for an hour, you know, you do go outside and you see that cloud of gas. You just know that's not good. Now there's not the gases in those things anymore that used to be, right? It's not this, this, the chlorofluorocarbons. It's not Freon anymore. Yeah, it's not the ozone. CFCs. Yeah. yeah, CFCs. It's not the ozone-destroying okay. stuff that it used to be, but it still ain't good, you know. This, yeah. The ozone closed up. We're good. Oh, we can start ruining it again? Yeah. yeah. Well, I it's not, no, that. no, yeah. no, we're not supposed to ruin it again. We're supposed to only <laughs> supposed use to spray better. paint on yeah. Thursdays. The, uh, yeah. That's Thursdays. when the solstice is farthest away from the moon tide. Now that we're in the age of Aquarius. Yes. Right, don't get it that just dawned on me. <laughs> great. great. So I assume that was your theme song, Tim, no? No, I'm a Taurus. Yeah? All right. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> um, I knew I'm it. a fish goat. You are such a Capricorn. I knew yeah, it. I'm a fish so goat. Capricorn. <laughs> I also believe in magic. Uh, but let's see here. So <laughs> I guess it's my turn. Let's see it. here. Um... I don't know. You know, I, I sort of I keep this big box under my under my bench. I don't, I don't know what you're doing right now. Just but, talk. Okay, so uh, I keep I a big box. I'm trying to throw under, you a bone. Um, I'll just just keep your bone. I'll be fine. So I <laughs> hang on to your own bone. But uh, so I keep this big this big box under my workbench, and every time I have little scraps, I just put them under there, and then. And then I sort of fish through it anytime I need something that's like scrap, like 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 a stir stick or anything like that. And now it's kind of full, and I guess the only thing I can do is throw it away. Like there's it's, none of it is usable wood in any fashion. It's just like the tiniest scraps of plywood or like the the butt ends of a two by four or something like that. Like yeah, do you throw it away or do you put it in your? Because I use my green bin at home, with like for your yard clippings and stuff. Compost. Yeah. yeah, I got in trouble for that. You're not supposed to do that. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, here anyway. Like they, every, the last every time I did that, they refused to take it. Yeah. I mean, you, you could. I don't know what your yard is like if you have any wooded area, but you could, in theory, throw it if it's not pressure treated, you know, or whatever. It's not PT. I don't have a wooded area. Yeah, you have all grass. A, and you have yeah. No, no, no composty type spot. No. How about Isn't your neighbor's like yard? a forest over the next fence. to where the igloo is? <laughs> no, there's no forest near the igloos here. So picture Do you have a Boston. Fire pit? That's what Montreal is. Really? Yeah. yeah. How, is it expensive like Boston? It's getting there. It's getting uh, there. A lot of cities in Canada instituted this 15% out-of-towners tax on buying property. So these booms that really? Vancouver and Toronto were having because of the influx of Chinese money is now making its way to Montreal because we didn't impose that tax. So property... Prices will rise dramatically. Well, you just saved yourself from having an influx of loots. You know. Well, you know what? Oh, nuts! <laughs> you know what? To help keep those property values down is just start scattering that scrap wood all around your yard. That's right. <laughs> you don't want to move street, in here. The sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. You can tag some um, of it too. You know. Do you do you have a fire pit with at spray all? paint? Because no, as you as your especially your son is getting older, like fire is going to start getting like he's at that age where fire is like really exciting. So it might be cool to just get a little fire pit or make a little fire pit or chiminea. We're not allowed. The bylaws of my town do not allow for open flames in backyards. What about chiminea? Is that an open flame? Yes. Did you just say the word chimney? But uh, No, I said chiminea. 
Oh, Chimenea. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my fire. I, f- I feel like I keep shutting down all your answers, but my fireplace needs an aluminum liner to work because, I don't know, that's what the inspector said, and I really don't want to mess around with those. Creosote, the wrong bricks, yada, yada. Yeah. So yeah, it no, needs an aluminum you, you liner to work. can't get one of those outdoor little things and... What kind of know. backwards socialist country do you live in? <laughs> Actually, it's frontwards. <laughs> I can't uh, even have fire? God, do you guys have wheels? We do have wheels. We have hot wheels. Uh, no, I don't know. So I, I guess really my only answer is to throw this stuff out. But I feel bad about it, and I just keep using it until it's really nothing. What kind of wood is it? A lot of it's like pine and... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because it's like, if it's nice wood, like pen turners, you know, mail, mail a box into a pen turner, and they're going to be, right. you know. Yeah, I don't have any of that. But, uh, yeah, that, well, that was actually one of the things on my list, um, which is why I'm kind of pushing on this, too, is, like, wood scraps in general. Like, I heat my shop on wood. So, for me, it's yeah, real easy beautiful. to, you right. know, when you have those those pieces. But what happens is on, like, days like today, when it's 15 degrees out, I everything starts looking like heat. <laughs> right. oh, and, uh, and so i you know in the winter especially well it, there's i don't need happens. this walnut slab yeah there's two two seasons right there's the winter season when you're cold and you're like you cut something and you have that you just want to throw it in the fireplace because it's like you know you put the logs in and they kind of you know warm but when you cut like a piece of a pallet off and you then you chuck it in there you get this instant like flash of like orange heat that just sort of warms that stove up there's mm. a little blast it's so dry now and uh and, you know, things like that. So, like, everything, like, all your scraps, you're kind of just like, ah, throw it in the wood pile, throw it in the wood pile, you know, um, this time of year. And then there's the summer when all your wood supply is gone and there was that last couple cold weeks of the winter, <laughs> you know, when the, when the spring was kind of happening, those mornings. You, so you start thinking, like, oh, I need I need more firewood for next year. So throw it in the wood pile, you know. So that's my thought, too, is to be a little more – I could be a little more selective about – I could save more stuff for turning pens. And there's so much beauty in all these, like, little pieces of wood. And, and I'm saying yeah. this because just recently the past couple of projects I've done have been out of firewood. Like, and I'm, like, looking at it and then – and it's just like that struggle. Like, well, maybe, maybe I should like really inspect these pieces of wood before I just throw them in the fire. Mm-hmm. So that's one of mine. In other words, okay. mail me your box of scrap. I could use it. <laughs> you could but save it. Our, but but yeah. is the is the airplane that has to fly it across the you know the border using up more methane than the gas in your fireplace? Wow. There was just so much right with what you just said. Really? No. Oh. Methane. <laughs> yeah. All the methane. Yeah. So, Bill, what's another one for you? Um, hardware. I I have I have a a drawer full of nuts and I save screws and nuts and bolts. Um, mm. But more often than not, instead of digging through those to find what I want, I will just go buy a convenient little pack of four. Because they're eighty nine cents on the eighty nine cents wall of pack of four, mm-hmm. and uh, that's probably something I could do better at. Because yeah, I do have I have many 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 containers of nuts and bolts and screws and nails and I save everything, but I don't actually use them. Are they yeah. separated into little compartments, that's or they're just all together? Kind of, kind of. I have one drawer that's just a, a you know, just like a throw everything in. But I do have some little drawers that i separate stuff and i try and do a better job don't you have that that fest tool kit doesn't that have a bunch of little drawers i do have that as well Uh, Mm -hmm. i haven't decided what to utilize bearded dragon that for specifically as of yet i also have a fest tool sander that i haven't opened the box yet like you 
I know. I use mine all the time now. I know. My, my, you can see my craftsman right behind me. It's, yeah. Honeymoon's over. I use that thing all the time. My craftsman is still putting right along. So I had that same sander for a long time. I know. I it just it. won't die. The pads, I'm not even replacing the pad on it. It's all gnarly no. and it doesn't hold the paper really well. And it's still, I can't stop using it. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Uh, super off topic. I'm going to Plattsburgh, New York tomorrow with the fam. And uh, I thought I'd swing by the old Harbor Freight because we don't have those. Yeah. So. Clamps. What is. Yeah, okay, so clamps, that one I knew. What else is something that's like a have to get when you're if you're there? Uh moving blankets are always handy. And yep. They're cheap there. Shop and furniture there. dollies. The little furniture they have the mini furniture dollies. Yeah. Like four bucks. Grab a couple of those. They're very handy to have in the shop when you gotta move something heavy. Um that's but the furniture pads especially, they're like you know, they're basically garage blankets is what I use them for. Yeah. I, okay. I use it to cover up stuff when I paint. Do you want like what a tool? stationary machinery? Yeah, like a tool. Um, the metal cutting bandsaw is usually on sale. And um, my little Harbor Freight metal cut, I think you have the same one, Tim. Um, oh, well, that's the, I have the, yeah, that, Phil doesn't need that. It's a stationary, it yeah. sits there. It's too it comes big for, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't need that. Yeah. Well, also, you just said stationary tool. Yeah, I meant more like one of those like uh, four by thirty six sanders, like belt sanders. That's what, that's you know what, what I was going to say. Little, do you have a drill yeah. press? Yes. Yeah. Okay, because you, you can see behind me, I got two. I got one tiny little Harbor Freight one that I use all the time. I usually keep a uh, a reamer on it, like a. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I have my big one, of course, that you know I use like a regular. But those little heart with the coupon, you can get one of them Harbor Freight. I think it's an eight inch drill press, and it's like forty bucks with a coupon. Meh, Meh. I like mine. You have a good. I've got an shop. old Jet GL14. Mine's I would definitely, I would definitely something. recommend. Big one. Um, well, like there's, uh, I don't like their their sandpaper too much. I, I avoid that. But um, but some of the other like the you know titanium step bits like those things they all go dull yeah. no matter how much you spend on them. So like you know yeah. something like that is something that's good to get there. The blankets definitely. I like that they have those smaller blankets. They're like six feet by three and a half feet. Yeah, I have of the two of those size. and four of the blue ones. Yeah, the yeah, little ones like, are black. I think. Yeah, and um, those are nice. And then the shop mats, those um, anti fatigue mats that you put down on your yeah. floor. If you don't have those, I highly recommend them. And even if you don't want to put them on your floor, I use them on my bench all the time. I have a couple like a broken one that I. I use them for, on sanding. for a sanding pad and stuff. Um, huh, okay. And for for a stationary tool, absolutely the 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 four by thirty six with a six inch disc sander on the side that is yeah. like the super best like bench top sander to like starter kit like to, to either you know. that or they have a bigger uh, I think it's a nine or a twelve inch just just the disc sander that's pretty yeah. inexpensive as well and it yeah. runs or, those the, run or the spindle sander the yeah. spindle sander is nice. Although if you're, if I were getting a spindle sander, I would say spend the extra money for the rigid, like he, like yep. Bill and I have. That's a little better with the belt on it too. Yeah, but um, yeah, the disc, okay, the, we'll they have that big see. disc yeah, sander. Yeah, I mean, just have fun. It's Harbor Freight, man. You can take twenty bucks in there and walk out with a thousand dollars worth of tools anywhere else. So. <laughs> it's 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 crazy, you know. Um, and what you know, also like the all the different rulers and. And little things like that that they have are kind of fun. You know, I use those aluminum rulers all the time. I yeah, and they're like yeah. a buck. You know, it's nice to have a couple extra rulers. You know, I mean, you only have one square. So, and I know you don't want to use it because you love it so much. And yeah. The, the number that's on it. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, but like like even yeah. just like the, 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 the classic <laughs> speed square. Like, yep. It's nice to have more than one of those in your shop. Like, and they're so cheap there. You know, like little things right. I have to stock up. I have two. Yeah. I have hmm. two small ones and a big one. 
Oh yeah, I don't have a big one. I need to get one. I just have one big one. You should get one small. That's what one. I hear. Yeah. That's what I hear. Sometimes it's a little too big. <laughs> yeah. Well, you go ego. Slow. Ego. So, uh, okay. So back to our regular uh, scheduled program. Oh, and, here. and they usually have a scratch and dent section. Always check that. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. What I mean, what do you, what what do you don't have? What don't you have that you would like to get? You didn't. Think I actually about wanted Freight. to replace my stationary center. I have this uh, this Delta that's got a little six inch disc on it, and it's got right. the belt also, but. Every time I push a piece of wood against the disc, it stalls the disc. Mm. Is it belt driven? I have no idea. There's a plastic no, guard. I'm sure it's belt. It could. It's probably direct drive. It's gotta be direct. And oh, you think maybe the gears bust? Probably. Because yeah. uh, I had the Ryobi version of that, and yeah. the um, I'm trying to remember how, but there was a belt on it. In fact, I got rid of the sander. I still have the belt, but there's a little like a uh, rubber toothed belt. That yeah. will cause cause it to slip a little bit too. This is like if you put any pressure on like the outside edge of the wheel, it just stalls it. So I have to do all my sanding right in the, in middle, the middle of the six inch disc for it to. It should it shouldn't do that. Even a cheap yeah. one. It's so, like yeah. broken. Yeah, it's probably it's just old. Yeah. yeah. So I'll probably just chuck that one and 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 get a new. That's 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 a great Harbor Freight tool to have because you don't use that as all people think like you can see the one i have yeah, I, mean, I have an old craftsman but it's a big one it's like the four by 48 with the nine inch disc yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah. um i, I don't to get use, that. I don't use those things that often you just don't use nope. them so it's going to last forever yeah you know? uh yeah so my my harbor freight like shopping guide would be like it's great for all those like Things that you never have enough of in the shop, like clamps and you know, and things yeah. like that. And even like the wooden call clamps, you get them there; they're cheap, but they work just as good as the Jorgensons. You know, um, there's there's no secret to stuff like that. Uh, one of the people, one thing I've heard people say is, you never buy anything at Harbor Freight that has more than one moving part. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, just... I disagree. What I say is, you, you don't you, you don't buy precision things. At Harbor Freight, right. like you don't buy, and you don't you don't buy stuff saws. you're gonna use every day. You're not gonna don't buy a, a cordless drill. Yeah, at Harbor Freight. Yeah, right. well, I see, the new ones look pretty good, but but um, they no, I, I the Hercules. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, if like if you're gonna if you're gonna turn you know like ten screws a week, then yeah, you buy the Harbor Freight, you know. But um, right. but yeah, you, or you know, but if you're looking to make cut things at the thirty seconds of an inch. You don't buy the Harbor Freight chop saw, like they, right. you know. So it's like, like right. you want to you want to sand it smooth. Buy the Harbor Freight sander. I mean, the pot had palm sanders from there. And bell, I still have a bell sander from there. Every once in a while, it stops working, and I blow some air into it, and then it starts working again. So you know, oh, like the brushes, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, it's it, they're fine. But um, the, the the bench sanders are good. Get yeah. that that would be your big purchase from there. If you if you need one, that's a good yeah. thing to have. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll definitely do that. Yeah. Do they have parallel clamps? Yes. Yeah. Really? Excellent. Like, like they would compete with like the K body. We're talking the about the 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 ones that come oh, like together like clamps, this? like the big, big long ones. The ones that you know, like the the Bessie clamps that are that have. I don't know if they have yeah. those or not. Um, I mean, I have. A I know bunch they've of, got the F clamps. Yeah, I have a bunch of the long are you F clamps. About these? No, those are F clamps. F clamps. That's an F clamp. Um, I don't or know if they have those talking? like Bessie cabinet clamp things there or not. Um. You're talking. Uh, He's coming back. Hang on. Listen. <laughs> no, those oh, are great okay. though. That's a great thing to buy. That's the, the aluminum. Move. Yeah, I should get those. Those yeah. are because you know what's great about those? The aluminum extruded clamps is yeah, that you, you can put wood in them. 
yeah, but you set them down on the table and they sit flat on like a pipe clamp. Yeah. You know, they roll around right. and stuff. They're, those so what, are great. what the they're, hell kind of clamp there. are you talking about? Those big the, expensive the, cabinet clamps. like The, the big ones. expensive ones from like Bessie. They're called each. K- yeah, at least. The K-bodies. Yeah. Well, I know they have the long, like the F-clamps, they have the really long ones of those. I've got four of those, I think, from Harbor Freight. I got some Craftsman. Yeah, ones. Harbor Freight, like, that, that's that's like, I actually have enough clamps now because of Harbor Freight. I had a gig where I was making 25 tables, but there was actually yeah. 50 surfaces. And so, mm-hmm. the, and the tables are 24 inches wide, so I needed a bunch of, like, you know, 36-inch clamps. And I went there and I bought, like, 15 of them or something. And and, uh, and then I had my pipe clamps and my, my other stuff I had, and that was it. Yeah, those are the... Oh, okay. Just big beefy ones. Uh, yeah, they, the way they, they might. They might, but I don't. Might. I don't recall seeing them. They work a little different than. than yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not a fan of those. To tell you the truth. No. I, I have three of them, and uh, they're like the last ones I grab when I need. They're to like a good call clamp. I'm surprised but... to see that. Yeah. Because they're they're the ones that have the most clamping pressure. I think it's like how 2, much pressure pounds. do you really need though? I it's, mean, all you're yeah. trying to do. I just is need the glue to stick. Like, I don't know. It's a couple hundred pounds is all you need. Yeah. I mean, masking tape is what you use when you make a box, right? <laughs> instead of <laughs> you know, instead like of yoga, if you just stood there for about an hour pushing on it. Um, yeah. yeah. Between your knees. I don't know if me pushing Isometrics. on it with my 150 pounds would do anything. <laughs> Isometrics, Phil. Oh, you know what else it's, you might find? Thing. Are you writing this stuff down? I guess you could listen to the podcast. <laughs> I have um, a photogenic memory. <laughs> photogenic. He'll be right. listening to the podcast on his yeah. phone when he's walking what, through the what store. What else do I need to buy? Right. Um, yeah. Do you have a box clamps like the cable with the four corners that you can? Yeah. Yeah, because you make a lot of boxes. You know. Yeah. I have two of those. I have a cheap ones and good ones. Yeah. Any difference? Yeah. 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 The, the the clamping pressure. I have the. Uh, I have Bessie, and I have ones that I got from Canadian Tire for five bucks. Mm. And uh, the ones from Canadian Tire, they just slip. So, have you ever seen? You, mm. I know you have uh, the cardboard corners that come on a lot of pallets. You know, mm-hmm. for strapping. Yeah. You cut you cut little pieces of that off, and you take a rope and you tie a rope around whatever box you're making, and then you do like a tourniquet, and you just spin yeah. it. That tightens it with all the pressure you need as well. I mm-hmm. grab. I use a shipping strap sometimes too. You know. The plastic stuff, save yeah, it. Just, oh, yeah. Put a little, uh, just like you keep in the back of your truck, you know. The um, yeah. yeah, and I just I, oh I, ratchet straps, ratchet straps. Oh, that yeah. Was, yeah. And yeah. I, I've used those before with like you know a piece of cardboard or scrap wood or something. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, they they work. Huh. Um, I guess well, my Harbor like, Freight tangent. Yeah, this is like this two is podcasts in one. You know. Yeah, it is. And hmm. um, like, do you have a wrench set? You know, like that's like the, you can get a pretty cheap wrench like set sockets. There. You mean? Yeah, or even like regular wrenches, metric have, or imperial, you know. A, I have a yeah, I do. Because those are the kind I of do. things like they, you know, for like guys like us that aren't like you know wrenching on you know forty seven Fords every weekend, you know, you need no, wrenches. That's for a good the house. point. Things like that. I could use thinner wrenches. I need yeah, I need one thinner wrench for my one antique router. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's why you need to get a bench grinder. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> no, but I don't want to ruin that. I don't want to ruin that one. And, like, it's a little too big. I basically, what I need is a special spanner for the nuts on my uh, on my jointer. Yep. Because it's very – to tighten well, the, the blade. So get, if, get the right size like Tim and I, there you've... and put it on your new belt sander. Yeah. yeah. Or do you like Tim and I, you collect all these old rusty wrenches from every time I see one at a rod sale for a quarter. I buy them, and then you can grind the hell out of them or make stuff out of them. Yeah. You know, the thing is, I've been to garage sales, and none of them have tools. Here's really? the wrong garage sales. Yeah. I guess so. 
Because like I, I think people get like there are people that get to them right away. Do you know oh, what? Yeah, you I bet you when you're when you're in, in uh, Platypusville in New York, you can. I bet you they'll have a garage sale. Plattsburgh, yeah, in December. Yeah, mm. yeah, minus five degrees. Oh, prime time. Fahrenheit. Prime time. Yeah, that means everything's on like the cheap. Yeah, the cheap. Uh, yeah. I, so okay. all right, well, uh, I had so one more can... thing I wanted to say about this topic because I know we're running into our thing where we talk about a bunch of other stuff instead of <laughs> your podcast and go over time. Um, I want to recycle more stuff in my shop because I save everything. Like I save all my cardboard and all my plastic, this and that. And like I was talking about with the tape and you know, you're pulling stuff in and out of the recycling bin, but it gets to be just like kind of like crazy hoarding. And, and, and it, exactly. Like every, every cardboard box comes in my shop is like in the loft. And so now it's just like this like hoarded mess because I'm like, Oh, I can use that cardboard. But is it really like I don't know if I'm doing the world good by having it there instead of putting it into the recycling machinery, or should I just recycle the stuff so it gets back into service again? I would think put it in the recycling. All you're right. doing right now is you're a waste station. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just I'm just prolonging the inevitable. Like I mean, Until I do go. Vance has to take care of it. Exactly, and that's not cool. I do go in and out and use the stuff, but I don't need to save as much of it. You know, I've been slowly still getting rid of stuff that I've hoarded from when I first moved in here because I had so, I have so much space renting a house as opposed to the apartment I came from and but I still got crap and it's like yeah it's it's just thin the herd and then if you really but, need something I promise you you know where to go find what you need yeah but how many times does it happen when you're like in the middle of something like oh I was like oh that's right I recycled it that's that's no it doesn't happen that's that was, a myth no it happens it's a, to myth. Me a lot. So one last thing I'm going to point out, because I bet you everybody does it, and I know it pisses off Tim, is I, although I just went, so when I started Casey's Salon, what, four years ago now, I bought a gallon of glue, and I just, and I've had two little glue bottles that I filled up with that gallon, you know, just regular small glue bottles. The gallon is now gone, but I do use those throwaway brushes for glue and Dixie cups, and one thing I will change is I'm going to go to Fast Cap or whoever sells it. Gluebot. Uh, no, I don't want a gluebot because I have the glue, glue bottles. I don't need uh, a glue bottle, man. Gluebot's genius. Anything, man. but the 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 silicone glue brush that yeah, it good. doesn't stick to it. I'm gonna get one of those in the little container. The Rock Rockler has a, a kit that they they sent me that I that I use and I love. Um, well, if Rockler wants to send me one, I'd be happy you to use should, it. You should have gotten <laughs> one when we did the making it 100. Yeah. There was one in the bag that, that Rockler, Rockler donated to everybody that went to Making It 100, one of those little silicone brushes. I, I actually know. gave my bag to somebody that didn't get a bag. Oh, that was very kind of you. Um, oh, you but know you what? can also Speaking go to cooking books. stores, and cooking stores have them. I was just going to say, cheaper. is it the same silicone kind of rubber-like basting brush? Is that yes. Yes. Yeah. Go to, go yeah, to okay. like, um, like a, you know, one of those like chef stores, and you can get one there for probably cheaper. Or go to the dollar store. That's supporting the local have economy. Yeah. Yeah, I actually find it super fun when the glue dries to like peel it out of the it brush. It is kind of cool. Yeah, I do enjoy that. Yeah, I usually at okay. a habit I throw them in the water and kind of forget that I can just like let them. I always have oh, these I buckets just, of water around the shop that I just like throw my dirty paint brushes and glue brushes into, and uh, oh. and then I, I just pull them out fifteen minutes later and wipe them off and you know let, let gravity and water do the work. But um, but then when I do that with the brush, then I'm like, oh, I should have let it dry. <laughs> yeah. I just hang it back up on the tool board and then like it drips glue onto like the, uh, like what is it, the power bar? And then I'll just use a screwdriver and pop it right off there. I don't know. That's silly. It but is, anyways. It is fun when you have those little dried glue drops on your, your work. Yeah. You take the chisel and scrape them off. It's kind of fun. Yeah. It's fun. Maker fun. Yeah. Maker. 
You're fun, Bill. Maybe so, that's uh, why the difference between your winters and mine, what we find fun. I guess so. Well, Bill, I'll be happy to see you stop wasting Dixie cups and aluminum or steel or whatever that is in the in the brushes that you. I know. Every time that's, you every time you glue two toothpicks together, you throw away. So that'll be nice. I also look forward to Bill moving so he can be less smug about winter. I look forward to Bill's I, first winter. I'm in sitting, I'm sitting yeah. here first winter. <laughs> I'm I'm look I'm in my it's dropped Him down to fifty five now. I'm at 55 degrees bundled up in my hoodie because my head is shaved now and it's it's chilly. I want to I want to do the podcast with him sitting in his workshop in Galena. Yeah, you know, me too. Hey, so do you want me to segue out of what we're doing and into my pick and get this ball rolling? Yeah, yeah just let's turn on the up. Bill show and yeah. give us your 15 shout-outs. Go. All right, it's no there's no other shout. Oh, Scott Turner. Did you see the late the guy builds yeah. shop furniture better than yeah. anything I could ever imagine to make. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the lathe table, yeah, the lathe table is un- unreal. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I was going to say we can do better in the shop, and I did this, and it's not that I'm better than anyone, but I do make a habit of I give away tools and I give away things that if people need them and I got an extra one, we can all do that more because I know it's, sometimes it's hard not to give away one of your thousand drill presses if you have that one. So my pick for this week is Derek Podolsky for Louisville Diddy. And he is brand new YouTuber, a uh, couple hundred subscribers, if that. He needs some love, so let's check out Louisville Diddy. He was saying on he's he's in the he's online. He's part of uh, many groups. He is a maker, a young maker. He is a roadie, an ex roadie. He used to set up stages and music. And, uh, Tim would know about that. He used to be a musician, right? No, no. But anyway, so this guy uh, he was saying, yeah, I'm using my old outdated phones and everything else to, to kind of record this stuff so what i did was i just updated my camera i sent him my old camera a tripod uh the card chippy card thing that goes in it and uh, the battery and the charger and he's actually going to have a camera now instead of just trying to use his iphones and you know stuff like that so that's something we can do we can if if you know somebody that's starting out let's encourage people to get out in the shop and make and make videos if that's what you want to do so check out derek podolsky louisville diddy and um derek if you're not listening to the podcast it's okay because i know you like me (laughs) there you go and that's what it's all about it kind of is yeah, okay, that, Tim, go quick before he remembers somebody else. Okay, and that's that's great, and uh, and I am a huge fan of that of of you know paying it forward and giving tools away, especially to young people. Um, yeah. I had I had two videos I wanted to mention, and I think I may <laughs> have mentioned this one of them before. First one is um, Sterling Davis, who we we love Sterling Davis, and uh, he has this, oh, this, this silly little one. thing starring one of the three members of this podcast, um, and it's the one whose name rhymes with boots. And uh, and Jimmy Duresta, which was just really funny. I thought it was great. And oh my uh, god! Ooh. So go to yeah. Don't stick your boot up that high. You're too old. Um, yeah. On, <laughs> and then uh, so that's on Sterling Davis's channel. So go if you don't know Sterling Davis, you should. So go check him out. And then the other one is I've mentioned before, and I think it was when he made this video a few months ago. Is a uh, uh, Billy McCord, uh, another uh, listener and supporter of the podcast. And he has a YouTube channel, but he has this video he made a few months back where he made these compound angle boxes out of pallet wood for like a craft fair. And Mm -hmm. I had to make 
for the, this table that I said I was working on right now, I had to make something very similar to those. And so I was like, kind of like, oh, what's the best way to make these compound angle? And I was like, I know. Instead of thinking, I'm going to watch Billy McCord's video again. And so I watched it again this morning. And I was like, oh, great tip. Oh, great tip. Great tip. Perfect. Go. And I made them. So that's YouTube working. You know? Yeah, I love that. I love that. It was so, so and, thanks, And Billy. we I, just love Billy. Anyway. Oh, yeah. He's a super nice guy. He's a good dude. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, so that's that's my, my pick of the week because that's what I watched. That's like the last video I watched on YouTube was that because I needed it and it helped. Let me tell you what I've been binging on. This is sort of making, I think. Uh, the channel's called Dashner Design and Restoration. So basically it's just video after video after video of this dude going to thrift stores, finding furniture to be restored, and then, and then restoring it and then flipping it. Um, Here's the part that drives me crazy. In the videos that I've seen so far, he doesn't tell you what he paid for the stuff, and he doesn't tell you what he flipped it for, which drives me nuts. Well, it's not a reality show. It's YouTube. No rules. I still want to know. Just tell me. <laughs> so, but there's some good stuff in there, like how to how to do like repairs, like not not repairs like that are going to be heirloom repairs, but just like quick and dirty. How do you get in there and repair something? You know, so it's. It's more like gorilla repairs, which I like better, um, which are, I don't know, just sort of man-on-the-street kind of stuff, and I, and I really like that's that. That's where I started, and it's basically what I still do you know, a yeah. lot of times, just, yeah. just gluing stuff together. That's know? upcycling, yeah. baby. Yeah, yeah it really is. 101, yeah. Yeah, so this is a really great channel, and he's got a whole bunch of videos, and it's good. It's really good, so I enjoyed that, um, and, that's, and that's what I'm watching. Awesome. So, um, our channels on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out ironandsoul.com. We'll be shipping soon stuff. WilliamLutz.com for all things William Lutz. Uh, thank you to Justin Sparks for that. TimSway.net. Very, very many things about Tim Sway there. What? Uh, thank you to Jason Payne for that. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, all that good stuff by email info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com or hit us up on Twitter at reclaimedaudio or on any of our own personal social media platforms. You know, we, we talk amongst ourselves as well. On, uh, on iTunes, please leave us those reviews. They are super important in getting more earballs listening to this quality audio session. And uh, patreon.com slash reclaimed audio, the best way to help out three dudes putting on a show every week. And also, I also activated the PayPal donation button on our website, reclaimedaudiopodcast.com, for either a one-time or recurring donation. So... That is my spiel. Okay, I got one show. You're right. There was yeah, one left. I had a feeling. Yeah, there was looked, one left. You looked itchy. Yeah. I, would li- <laughs> I would like to say, what's up to Chip? Chip is a blind maker who gave us some oh, good yeah. tips on sharpening. Yes. So, Chip, he listens. And I don't know. I, I'm old. So, how how he can figure out how to email back and forth and he's blind, I don't know. But he knows how to sharpen stuff. Thank you for the info, Chip. You're amazing. We love you. Blind makers rock. There's, there's, yeah, that's yeah, that's tips. That was good. Chips yeah. tips. Yeah, there's yeah. technology for all that. That's that's not a big deal. Yeah, uh, it's but, a terminal. It's a braille terminal. Yeah. Or maybe he's got a wife or, or a partner that just read it to him. Hello, come on. Or he? Does you it, know, why I think, is it always got to be technology? Why can't I, it be I us helping magical. each other? 
Chip is actually made of magic. He's a magical Ooh, person. Ooh, did you see that movie with uh, just recently uh, Will Smith, and it has elves and orcs in it, and he's a police in L.A. Right, got I got to see that. Yeah, Looking that was pretty cool. Check I, that out. I, I watched a few minutes of it. I'm, my wife and I are going to watch it soon. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. it's kind of along the uh, the Alien 99 We're or whatever it was. Long. Oh, right, whatever. Remember Merry V? Happy, happy, yeah, oh, never mind. Yeah. Have a great week, guys. Bye, everybody. Be good. Yeah. <laughs>